When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Tom Brady retires Again. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. Same day, by the way. February 1st, 2022. Retires, comes back. February 1st, 2023. Retires, can't really come back. Thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Love you all. On 98.7. Oh, no. ESPN. And that's it. Tom Brady says bye-bye again. This portion of the show driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. So the two big stories right now. Tom Brady... Calls it a career, and the Knicks have a chance to win, and they do not. And those are your two big stories, which will dominate the 9 o'clock hour. Let's get back to the Knicks, and we'll go to Brady. We'll do a, an abbreviated stuff you missed, just because obviously the big things are the Knicks and Brady. I'm watching the Knicks last night. It, just, it, it, dri- it drives me insane, Rick. It drives me insane watching this team and have the same thing happen over and over and over. And that last play call of get it to Randall. He gets double teamed. He doesn't care. He's just going to force it through. Anthony Davis and LeBron James drives me nuts, and it's kind of a microcosm of what the Knicks are. I understand the play call, and then Tibbs tried to explain it after the game. I just don't understand why the play was called for Julius. And we got to call it earlier, say, because he's the taller of the two. But, I mean, I think we've seen enough from Julius that in a spot like that, knowing that a, a double is coming, that I, I like the idea of having the ball in Jalen Brunson's hands much more to make the right decision. I think that's a no-brainer, especially the, the the night they were having. I mean, Randall was bad, and, and Brunson was great. Yeah, that's right. And I trust Brunson. And I know that, listen, and I know Tibbs loves Randall, and Tibbs trusts Randall. And Randall, I mean, draws draws the most attention. But in that moment, chance to win the game. The reason why you, the reason why you brought Jalen Brunson in was for these moments, I thought. To get the best look, to make it easier for Julius Randall. Yeah, I didn't get it. It doesn't make sense. And you know what? They're they're a very frustrating team. They're a, they're an insanely frustrating team because every time they take that step forward of like, okay, you know what? They beat the Celtics, and that's a big-time win, and they figured out a way to, to win that game in overtime after they kind of fell apart at the end of regulation. Good for them. And they followed up with a game against Brooklyn where they were non-competitive and a game last night where they came out limping, fought back, and losing overtime. It's just it's very disheartening to be a fan of this team. Yeah, but not only was it not only was it not competitive. I mean, you had your. I mean, you had Julius Randle saying that they weren't ready. They had no sense of urgency. Well, they weren't ready. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's unacceptable. 
like as an athlete, I can get it. Like you have like a, you know, a tough physical, emotional loss that maybe it's not as easy to get up. But I mean, that's a that's a big, humongous win. Let's go. Let's keep this momentum rolling. It's Brooklyn. They have no KD, no Ben Simmons. Chance to make a statement here. And then last night, I mean, just uh, again, it, it sucks and it pisses me off that you know LeBron and, and Anthony Davis decided to take the night off in Brooklyn, and we're clearly going to play at Madison Square Garden. Welcome so to there. the current NBA. I think that's a joke, but I mean, whatever. It is what it is. In that spot, in that moment, I thought that the ball should have been in Brunson's hands. I, I think that most people would agree with you, and I think most people are frustrated at one 3776 And another big problem we have here now is you, you're not even using R.J. Barrett to close out the game. Forget about R.J. Barrett being the alpha who's going to get the ball and make the play. You can't, in, in your mind, in Tom Thibodeau's mind, you can't play R.J. Barrett down the stretch of these games? No, R.J. Barrett in his mind didn't give them the best chance. Well, you don't think that's a huge problem? I think, it be, listen, it's 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 not a great look. I don't think it becomes a huge problem unless it's something that you consistently start to see. R.J. Barrett wasn't having a good game. Now, he made two shots in the first three quarters. Now, he made it was three or three in the in the fourth, but they found I mean, quickly had a really, like, listen, quickly was great for them in the first half. And so was Hartenstein. I, I thought quickly changed the entire complexion of the game. I thought his energy and his shooting got them right back in this game where it kind of felt like they were going through the doldrums last night. What fits better? I mean, I, we, we keep talking about how this team is, is not put together really well. It's kind of clunky, the whole thing. Especially now that you don't really have, I mean, the last couple of years we talked about the strength of their bench. And you'd have, you know, D. Rose and quickly, you'd have Obi, and they were real difference makers. But, I mean, Rose doesn't play. Fournier doesn't play. Obi played, what, 10 minutes last night? Deuce McBride played nine. I just, I mean. What, we're, what we're, happened to this? I don't, I don't know. It, you, know what, you know what it is? And I've said this before, and I don't know why I get frustrated continuously with this. This is what they are. They are an average team. They are completely mediocre. They're going to win some of these games and lose some of these games, and it'll all come out in the wash. And when we get to the end of the season, they're going to be a 40 or 39 or 41 win team. And that's, I, I believe it, that's the best that you're going to get out of this team. That's it. Yeah, it puts them right in the, it puts them right in the middle of that uh, 7 10 playing that's right. tournament. That's right. So, so they'll, be, they'll be the eight seed, and, and this is what they are. So get used to it. And don't get too disappointed. But I think people, they, can't, they, they just can't understand how this continues to happen. And there's an immense amount of frustration. Well, because you look at the players. And, I mean, you say to yourself, like, I mean, when they're, let's just say when they're healthy, right? And, and Mitch is available. Like, that's a pretty good, I mean, you got Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's a good player. Julius Randle's a good player. Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett, good players. Quentin Grimes, good player. It just feels like they should be better. But are, are there any special players? No, I think you saw that in Brooklyn. You saw it when Kyrie took over. And even last night. I mean, LeBron had a triple-double. Like, they have they have superstars. We don't. That's right. Which is exactly why, but which is to my point, when you have a team like that, that has good players but doesn't have superstars, you have to be great at what you do. Like, whatever system you play, you have to be great at. Everyone has a role, and everyone plays that role to perfection. It's how the Islanders made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, man. You're right. You're right. I, I'm not arguing with you, but they—they they, this is just who they are. But every time this happens, and then the next morning, everyone freaks out, and I can't believe it happened again. How can you not believe it happened again? It happens all the time. Where you go well, out there, this, you beat Boston, and then the next game, you have nothing. Yeah, you have nothing. And uh, you're, you're, well, one of the leaders on your team says you didn't really even show up. 
And then it's not that they didn't show up last night, but they got off. I mean, they were ice cold to start that game. Ice cold. A two for 15. I mean, down 15-5. But still, in the, in the last moment of that game, here's the other thing I don't like. So I, I get you have uh, three options out of this play and everything else. The reason why you're in this spot is because Jalen Brunson just made a heads-up play and took a charge. Right, and you have how four about, seconds how, left. Okay, how about reward him with the ball in his hands? No, see, I don't agree with that. Uh, you're right, Brunson made a great play, but I'm not rewarding him for making a great play. I'm getting him the ball because he's my best option. Yeah, right. I'm getting him the ball because he has been by far my best offensive player for the entire game. Not because I'm rewarding him for what he just did, which I agree with you. He was terrific. But, I I mean, he's your best option. But, again, let's go to Julius Randle. The same thing we always do. I just think at a certain point, uh, regardless of how much you trust the player, and I don't care what the sport is, is that if you continually put that player in certain situations and he doesn't come through, then you have to change things up. Yeah, and and they will not. And that play was called for Randall with three options or whatever the the coach said, and that's just not true. You you knew you knew Tom Thibodeau knew what they were going to do. It it was going to be Randall, and that's all that it was going to be. Now let's hear from the other perspective, Jalen Brunson after the game. What did you see on that final play in regulation? Julius got open, so um, I hit him. He had him kind of sealed and. He went baseline, and um, they doubled him in the last second. It's kind of a difficult area for him to kind of get a shot off of those two guys right there. So um, it was tough, but, I mean, he was aggressive, and um, he got five extra minutes to do something about it. So I'm not really too – I'm not going to just be picky on that last on that last play. He's a good teammate, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you could hear it in his voice. I mean, He's he kind of said it. He said he put him in a tough – he put himself in a tough spot. I mean, he did. I mean, even if he – even if LeBron is late, that's still a tough shot. It, it, do you like the matchup of one-on-one Julius Randle against Anthony Davis? Do you like that matchup? No, I think the best one-on-one player on the team is Brunson. Right. And then, I mean, then listen, it sucks. Bad play call, the awful execution. You go to overtime, and, uh, and and the Lakers went six for eight, and you went three for eight. Ball game. Yeah, I, it's very frustrating. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, uh, after this one. Uh, on Randall's decision-making on that final play in regulation. thought he, he did a good job of catching the ball because they jumped to the outside, catching the ball where he did. And, and again, I thought the attack and the mindset was good. Now, what he had was he had the pursuit from, and he's got the clock working against him as well because, uh, you know, where we were with the clock, and LeBron was chasing. So he's coming from behind. It's easy to look, you know, I want again, I want to see the film, so we'll take a look at it and, you know, see what if there's anything we could have done differently on it. Yeah, and not go to Randall in that moment. That would that'd be, that'd if be the best. If, if if the best compliment you can give someone is he on ca- that play, caught the ball well. Is he caught the ball? Yeah, did a hell of a job catching the basketball. Great, great. It's all, but it's always. I mean, it's been one of the criticisms of of Thibodeau has been his like great defensive coach. But, I mean, creativity offensively. Well, how many times do you watch, like, one of these elite coaches? Like, like Popovich calls a timeout, five seconds left, and it's like, God, how do, how do they get that look? And, and the Knicks take a timeout, they inbound it, and that's, that's the play they run? It's no, but, just, even it, like, but, but even if the thought process was that, you know, Julius catches the ball, and he did a really good job catching the ball, apparently, but then puts himself in a spot where it's still Anthony Davis and LeBron James trailing with the double. Going up against Julius Randle. I mean, it's like, is that is that really what you want? I wouldn't think so. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go to Randle anyway. I think that's the point, though. Is in that moment, I would trust I would trust Jalen Brunson more to make the right. But play. that's but that's what they always do. I mean, un, un, until 
And I guess we have to accept this. Until, or at least get a shot up. Until at least, at least. they move on from Julius Randle, they're going to go through Julius Randle. Which really, I still have a hard time understanding because they did, I mean, they bent over backwards to get Jalen Brunson, so I don't... It's not going to make sense, but that's how it is. All right, so Nick's on the table, obviously. 1-800-919-3776. And the, and the bigger, maybe even, certainly bigger national story, maybe even the bigger local story, it's a huge piece of news. If you haven't heard yet... Tom Brady, retired just a little bit ago. In fact, RJ, do me a favor. Let's play it again so we can react off of it. Here is the latest. This is within the hour. Tom Brady hanging him up again. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay and i used mine up last year so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors uh, i could go on forever there's too many thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream i wouldn't change a thing i love you all the the thing that strikes me immediately is i you know, sometimes you could see this coming and you have an expectation that this just might happen. I This com- catches me completely off guard. I had no anticipation that Tom Brady was going to retire this offseason. No, I mean, you mentioned it earlier. RJ did this in CMT yesterday, and we both trashed retire. It, it, it felt like momentum was picking up on him going to the Raiders initially, and then Brock Purdy got hurt, and it's like, well, this makes perfect sense. He's from there. This is his favorite team growing up. Joe Montana was his favorite quarterback. His family is, is from there. Why not end it there with the chance to legitimately one, win a Super One year, Bowl? a team that you know was, was in the in the championship game this past week. Why, why not just wrap it up that way and be right. done? Yeah. Uh, I'm very surprised. Very, very surprised. 1-800-919-3776. What do you think this means for the Fox broadcast now? He's not, not going to be in there with uh, Kevin Burkhart. But no, maybe he does uh, some kind of guest spot on it. But no, I think this is you got to let Greg Olson do it. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I, I think maybe they, they bring Tom Brady in to get, kind of get his feet wet, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, just show him off a little bit. He a shiny new toy. Could you could you imagine that though? And it won't happen. Could you imagine like his first foray into this broadcasting business? All right, you know what, Tom, go do the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know if that would be something no, that he would want to do. That would even for Brady, that would. That would be a lot. 1-800-919-3776. We will do an abbreviated sim in about, I don't know, four or five minutes. But let's get to the calls. Uh, your neighbor, Ronan, in Brookville. Good morning, Ronan. Hey, amigos, good morning. Dave, you're on? very feisty this morning to the caller, Dave. The guy from North Carolina is never going to call again. That's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, he called... And we're trying to get to the Brady conversation. He's like, I love you guys. I'm like, great. And he went on and on. I like you better than the K show. Lovely. Very nice. And then I'm like, all right, what do you have on Brady? And he's like, one other thing. I hate K. And he goes on with that. It's like, stop it. Come on. Let's get to your point. Well, yeah, they don't get the New York Cadens in North Carolina. But uh, to the Brady retirement, it's a moment that we should just cherish simply because it doesn't matter. Oh, no. I don't know why he insists on calling from his cell phone. He knows. We've talked about it. On There's the air, no... he calls and says we need more cell towers in Brookville. Uh, a sing- like a singular cell tower would be nice. Right. And yet he calls from his cell tower all the time. I have to put my phone outside in a certain spot 
to, why to you, actually why make a phone the, call. The home phone. Well, I will, but then it could, but uh, sometimes it's just to get, so people see my number pop up. I just go with the cell phone, but I have to I have to strategically place it. And then put the ear pod in, and I can walk around. Yeah, I mean, from now on, maybe RJ with him, it's like no Bluetooth, no no cell phone. Landline, use a landline. Only. Yeah, Mike in East Brunswick. Hi, Mike. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Good morning, guys. How you doing? My take on my take on Tom Brady is this: I think he really wanted to retire last year. I think he was truly ready to hang it up. But I think all the the news outlets, Schefter breaking the news, it wasn't done on his terms. This off season. There wasn't even a sniff of retirement. Like you were saying, it was the Dolphins, it was the Raiders, it was the 49ers. This is the shock and awe that Tom Brady wanted. I think he really wanted to do it last year, but it wasn't done on his terms. This is how he wanted to do it the right way. So you You're think he played another, another season because it wasn't done exactly the way he wanted to do it? I think that's the kind of person he wanted to do it, the way he wanted to do it. He didn't like the fact that it was leaked that he was going to retire. He wanted to do it his way. Wow. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with it at all. I think there was some real thought to him going to to Miami with Sean Payton and getting some kind of partial ownership of Miami. And then I think that once, I mean, you saw the meeting he had over in, I don't know if it was in, was it in England with the owner of the Bucks, And it just so happens that you know Bruce Arians got kicked upstairs once they had that meeting. I think he realized that when he was retired, he didn't retire because he wanted to retire. He retired because he felt like his wife wanted him to retire. And he was unhappy. And he would regret walking away. He said right. the entire time, "I want to play. I'm going to play till I'm 45." And he was one year away from playing in his his age 45 season. And when push came to shove, he was probably like, "Listen, I, this is. I'm not happy. I want to play. I still have something left." The guy just led the league in touchdowns. No, I I think that's obvious though that he felt like he had something left and wanted to play. Otherwise, he would have retired. And I think part of the whole thing, too, his wife is like, okay, like, so when are we really going to retire? You come back and play football now. Say it's for just one more year. You just signed a 10-year, a 10-year TV deal. Like, uh, when is enough? Yeah, but, but you know, in a 10-year TV deal doesn't, you know, doesn't mean that you have to worry about having turkey slices for dinner and avocado ice cream and, I mean, and waking up at 4 in the morning. And, I mean, the TV deal is, is very different. He's gonna, he, no, I, he would have more time for other things doing the TV. No, no, I, I know. But it's, I think part of it, too, is that Giselle's taking the seat, back seat to let Tom go chase his dream. And then, okay, it's over. You're done. Let's just be done for a minute. Let me go do my thing now. Yeah, How about take you a couple just be, years off. Right, be present. Be, be Tom, the husband and dad now. Yeah, that, that's a fair point. And by the way, you know what? And this shouldn't be lost in, in the amount of winning he did. And how about what the Giants did to him? Be- beating him twice? Beating an undefeated Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Like, that's that's huge stuff. No, I'm, dude, your two Super Bowls, I mean, those two runs, especially the one where you beat the, the Tyree catch and beating an undefeated team, I mean, that's it's one of the it's one of the greatest accomplishments in NFL history. You know, they, I think they were, like, in, in the range of 13, 13 and a half, 14-point underdogs in that game. I think you're right. Yeah, I still, I mean, it was, listen, I mean, those runs were amazing. But, I mean, the fact that Tom Brady is 45 years old and has had the kind of career he's had, seven seven Super Bowls, ten Super Bowl appearances. Seven Super Bowl wins. Seven Super Bowl wins, ten right. appearances. I mean, all-time leader in wins, pass yards, TDs, playoff wins. It's You name and it. Could still, and could still play. Like, there are teams that still would want him to play for them. I, I bet you there'd be a bunch. I bet you the Raiders. Listen, if I told you right now that Tom Brady was your quarterback with the Jets next year, you wouldn't sign for that immediately? Yeah, I would take it. You, Of course you would take it. 
Uh, listen, he didn't have a great season, but he still, I mean, he had a pretty good season. Well, he had a pretty good season, and their offensive line was bad. The running game was almost non-existent, right? I mean, it felt like there was something wrong with their, I mean, their offensive line was dreadful. Donovan Smith is unplayable, right? His center went out for the year. His best offensive lineman, worse, went out for an extended period of time. And again, he certainly wasn't great, but he wasn't, he wasn't horrendous. No, no, dude, I mean, at his age, 45 years old, he led the league in pass attempts. Most pass attempts in the league, I mean, 25 TDs puts him at eighth, and he was third in the NFL in passing yards. Yeah, you, you, a lot of teams would take him. All right, let, let's do it now. The abbreviated but still vitally important S-Y-M. Now, see ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The shit you missed. Ah, yes. Thomas Edward. Is that his middle name? It might yes. be. Edward Brady. Mm-hmm. Retired. All done. But you have no respect for the man that you wouldn't just check what his middle name was. I should, yeah, right? If I you were going to throw in the middle name, wouldn't you confirm the middle name before getting involved with that? Here was the problem. I, I was confident I knew it. Didn't check. We're Got, sure it's not Guadalupe? It's not. Got to the moment, said, oh man, I hope this is right. Yeah, sure. Just that's what happens. Then, then, but then, why not just power through it? Why not just yeah. say Thomas Edward Brady, and then instead of saying "is," you're right. Is that right? Now, by the way, I've just looked up. Uh-huh. It is Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Junior. Junior. So he could have been TJ. I have a uh, report. I have a report. Have oh, report! All right, what do you got? I have a tweet. This is from Ian Rappaport. Let's go live oh, Twitter. Boy. But, um, Brady's back. No, his understanding <laughs> is that family considerations played a major role in the decision. Said he wanted to play until he was 45. Played until he was 45. Yep. That could have been also, like you said, Rick, decision is either, you're not going to go to a non-competitive team. The Raiders are what they are. You're not, the Raiders ain't winning you're a Super Bowl. You're not winning a Super Bowl with no. the Raiders. So it's either San Francisco or Boston. His family's on the East Coast. I, I would imagine that's that's your dilemma right there. I think his family set up shop in, I think they're in Miami. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah. I mean, you're 3,000 miles away. Uh, 23 years, seven Super Bowls. Five Super Bowl MVPs, three regular season MVPs, 15 Pro Bowls, wow. 677 total touchdowns, 89,214 <laughs> passing yards. I think he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. I think he's good. I think he's yeah. good for that. But we'd be remiss. Now, you didn't miss this unless you've really been under a rock for the last, I don't know, 12, 13 years. Or a mole person. But we right, would, the mole people probably know about Brady, though. But. You guys did mention this, so we've dug it out of the archive. So if you missed this from many, many years ago. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Inside the 25 and a timeout taken. So if, I, if my math... Can I say something? Yeah, sure. Seems like you're gonna, yeah. No, no I don't have to. No, you don't want to hear from no, me. No, go ahead. That's... And I know Joe Buck is great. I know that's what a, you're going to say. That's an underwhelming call. We've heard that a lot lately. That's... Am I, I mean, come on. That's, that might be the greatest play in the history of sport. I think he was probably in shock, though, at that time. I mean, history. That play was, like the rest of us. Well, that play was so close to being blown dead. I kept well, waiting. Well, you know what? Stop making excuses. He threw it up there. I'm not making he excuses. He makes this catch on his helmet... And it's just, I mean, if you listen to that, it doesn't sound like it's one of the great catches you've ever seen. It sounds like, all right, he made a catch downfield. And he thought that he didn't know at the time whether or not he actually caught it. Yeah. That too. In the moment. That too. 
How does Rodney Harrison allow that? Like, just smack well, the ball. Like, just look at what Rodney Harrison did. Helmet. He's ripping at the football. Yeah. No, yeah, come on. Uh, you got oh, go to go Drake Greenlaw style on that thing. <laughs> and just start punching at it? Just start whacking at it. So, if you remember before that game, Tom Brady had this to say when he heard that Plaxico said the Pats only score 17. We're only going to score 17 points. <laughs> okay. Well, what, I what, love that. What was tough about that is that moments after David Tyree. 39 seconds left. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown, New York. It's so good. It no complaints so- about that one. Yeah, no, that was no, more that's excitable. a much better call. Yeah. That was more excitable. Was yeah. that the uh, this that was the Super Bowl where Asante Samuel missed the interception? Right? Yes, yeah. it, it sure was. So if I, if my math is correct, that was uh, not season wise. I know it was the 07 season, but it, play, it played in 08. It's now twenty three. It was fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago. That's right. Uh, February third, two thousand eight. Wow. Obviously, the Giants go on to uh, knock off Brady again four years later. But uh, you know, another underwhelming factor of why Brady may have retired. You know what happens this Friday, February third? You speak of February third, Dave. The Superbox Bonanza ends. <laughs> <laughs> right? You think Brady wants in? I think he wants in. Can he get a gift card to Fanatics? I think there there is a rule. You can't be Bimini an, Bahamas. You can't be an active player and qualify for Superbox. I think that there's a storyline there. I would like to see the, the rules and regulations. But 80 for Brady hits theaters oh, this Friday. Brady was at a premiere last night, actually. So maybe he just needs more time to focus there. That looks like it might be the worst movie ever made. They just did a. They just did a. Uh, Linda Cohn just interviewed the cast of of that movie, and it's got a good cast too. Cat yeah, does that. It's Jane Fonda. How do you get Jane Fonda in this? It's Tom Brady, buddy. Lily Tomlin. Could you imagine a retired Tom Brady now single? Oh, oh boy, he, oh, pro- he might be able to uh, clean up. I bet you Miami can. Oh my, have some time with uh, Lily Tomlin. He might have to stick to the TV <laughs> twelve just to have this energy. Uh, I haven't touched on this yet. Sean Payton. Uh, Thanks, Coach of the Broncos. New Orleans getting Denver's 2023 first rounder, which is number 30 overall. Uh, Through trade, obviously, their 2024 second rounder for Peyton and uh, the Saints' 2024 third round pick. Uh, Peyton reportedly, reportedly, you guys asked earlier, will make somewhere between 17 and 20 million. It's probably higher because oftentimes I think those coaching salaries often are. Report is he's making between seventy and twenty million a year. Which, boy, does that reset the coaching salary market? Big money for a head coach in this league, huh? Uh, it is worth noting three of the last six coaches that have been traded did result in a Super Bowl for the acquiring team. Obviously, Tom Brady, a part of one of the great uh, one of those three, Bill Belichick in two thousand goes from the Jets to the Pats. Uh, so, I don't know if that's going to happen here, but it's happened for half of the past recipients. Quentin Grimes going to take place in the Rising All Stars uh, Rising Stars game at All Star Weekend, and Fordham, the Fordham Rams, they beat St. Louis yesterday. Things are happening. The Ramley, the the, things are happening for the Ramley. Rams are, are eighteen and four. They're six and three in conference in the wow. A10. Now they're only in fourth place in the A10, so they're probably going to have to to win the A10 tournament to get in. But they're right there. And uh, Chad Green going north of the border signs with Toronto, eight and a half million dollar two year contract. Uh, the options could escalate it to a deal worth almost $30 million. Uh, he's going to be out for at least part of the upcoming year with uh, while he recovers from Tommy John. This might be your calling, by the way. He's so good at it. By the way, Todd, really Bill Belichick excellent. makes $20 million, by the way, a year. Sean Payton, all due respect, not, not, not Bill Belichick. 
Yeah, but free agent coach. What would Bill Belichick get on the open market? He, I could probably get 30 if he wanted. Can I, can I just explain to you when RJ said that coaches that have left teams... What, what did you say this that they win a Super Bowl? What did three you say they get the, traded? Three of the last six coaches traded. So let's think about it. So delivered parts, a Super Bowl. Belichick was traded. Uh, who else was traded? Uh, John Gruden was traded. Right. I, I can tell you this, actually. Would you like to know or guess? Um, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, Bill Par- I'll go in, in order from uh, longest to go. Bill Parcells in 97, Pats to Jets. That was right. first, second, and a third, and a fourth, and wow. three hundred and $300,000. You say it was for, for the money is comical, three hundred grand. Uh, but uh, he led them to the AFC Championship game. Mike Holmgren in 99 goes from the Packers to the Seahawks. And led them to the Super Bowl. That was only for a second round pick. Uh, we've touched on Belichick. You said Gruden. That was two first, two seconds, and $8 million. What? Now, that's, wow. that's a whopping haul. For 2002 as well. And he won. Uh, Jets are involved a lot here. Herm Edwards in 06 goes from the Jets to the Chiefs for a fourth round pick. <laughs> they get a four. Bruce it's two ones and two twos, the Jets get a four. Bruce Arians, prior head coach of Tom Brady, a couple of head coaches ago, goes from the Cards to the Bucks for a sixth. And uh, that brings us to Sean Payton. You understand what's going to happen to me as a football fan. What's going to happen to you? If, if for some reason Aaron Rodgers does not end up a Jet, and we have Nathaniel Hackett in... Sean Payton steps in and Russell Wilson turns back into Russell Wilson. Why would you even put that out there? I'll have a nervous breakdown. Don't even put it out there. All right, you know what's good to, to know? RJ, you done? I'm done. You're so good at this. 9870 ESPN Superbox Bonanza. Be caller number 12. 888-9870-ESPN right now to select a box for the big game with a chance to win thousands in cash and a grand prize uh-huh. of a trip to Bimini. I'm talking. RJ was speaking to me. I didn't know I was still in the air when he was You're talking. Still to me. on the air. Well, I said it's like he's known the whole time. He's been picking twelve the last couple of days. I think I think he's known. Rick has maybe, known maybe, something. Yeah, maybe maybe I can get through the read without being interrupted too. Probably not. You're an average. You're an average reader anyway. Well, I, I think I'm an elite reader. Of great right, let's vocabulary see it. Let's too. See it. All, All right. promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Was that the, the COVID read? Yeah, that's the fact that so you make would bring sure your tailgate to, doesn't hear. No. <laughs> Forget it. it was a, forget it. Let's get a little look, look at the traffic. Uh, here we go. Through, through all the, what, what do you have, like the embarrassing Rothenberg Reed drop section? <laughs> there is. We're done now. Uh, all right. You sure? Yes. <laughs> give me the... Give me that one more time. Let's get a little look, look at the traffic. Was a, <laughs> Where's the one where he starts doing the... Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's my favorite. Yeah, get them all out. Honestly, get them all out. You give him like a drop enema. Can we get it all out? <laughs> we done? Yes. Oh, I hit caps lock by accident. Now, now we're done. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, and he says goodbye again to Tom Brady. It's over. DPH or Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, some wild, and, and I'm sure they'll just be all over the internet now, some wild stats and numbers and figures. Tom Brady, the individual quarterback, has more playoff wins than 27 teams. It's crazy, right? That's insane. Yes. For, for him to, I mean, I know you saw it. I don't know if you wanted to bring it up or not, or that Field DH tweet. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna, uh, get, get to it. Go ahead. What the guy was able to do. I mean, that's just a, the, the amount of... of well, just like, get into the numbers. You have the numbers in front of you? Of course I do. But he, right. I mean, he's almost ruined it. Because the expectation now is just like, I mean, Tom Brady did it. I mean, this, like Russell Wilson's talked about doing it. Now we're, Aaron Rodgers, like how much longer does he have? Well, here's so Tom the thing. Brady, there's this idea that you're going to be just, oh, you're playing 43 and 44 and 45. And I heard somebody the other day saying, well, Rodgers might have five, six years left. No, guys don't play till they're 45. One guy played and played effectively till he's 45. That's so it, Tom, one. So Tom Brady in his 20s threw for 21,564 yards, 147 passing TDs, and had three Super Bowls. Okay. In his 30s, 40,018 passing yards, 309 passing touchdowns, and two Super Bowls. In his 40s, 27,632 <laughs> passing yards, 193 passing touchdowns, and two more Super Bowls. In his 40s? In his 40s. You'll, you'll, you will never see a career with the longevity and success ever again like, like Tom Brady. No, I don't think you will. Certainly, I mean, not, certainly not in football. I, did you see anyone winning seven Super Bowls? Mm-mm. I, do you remember how stupid it was? And I, and I said it, I think you said it at the time, too. It's like, people say, well, Mahomes, you look at him, he's got one, he's only 23, they're a great team, he's elite. Do you understand how hard it is to win seven? Seven? Get to ten? No, it's, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, in his own right, has been to five straight AFC championship games, and this is his third Super Bowl appearance. He has one Super Bowl. One. He'd need to win six more to tie Brady? That's not going to happen. It's wild, man. It really is. We did. I did a. Uh, we're putting out a special on Ovechkin. I think it's coming out on Saturday, and we were talking some of that stuff, like how he's going to break weight. I mean, no one thought Wayne Gretzky's goal record was ever going to be broken. No, ever. No. And the fact we're sitting here, like he's going to do it. Like, what are some of the other records? And you bring up, you know, Cal Ripken. I, I said that Cal Ripken's. Cal Ripken guys don't play like that, so no, Cal Ripken will never. never be broken. Never, right? I mean, there's a bunch of them, but I mean, Tom Brady winning seven Super Bowls. So you to break the record, you'd have to win eight Super Bowls. You envision yeah. a, a a play. I mean, listen, if the John, if, if in my lifetime 
the Giants win eight Super Bowls, which would mean four more, I would be thrilled. There's no way one singular player is going to win seven or eight Super Bowls at quarterback. It's just I have not a hard, possible. I have a hard time believing that. Uh, let's get to more of the calls. People lined up. 1-800-919-3776. Uh, Brian in the car. Brian, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, guys. Good morning. Love the show. Uh, just think, what, what if Tua went down with an injury in the preseason? you think that that would be an option maybe for him to go to Miami if he's keeping himself in shape, if family considerations was a major factor in this? Well, if family considerations is a major factor, so you're saying if Tua, they're already in Miami – Boy, I, I find it hard yeah. to believe he's going to come back. What do you think? I don't know, man. It, it felt like, I mean, this one felt like it was it. I always thought after the first one that there was a chance he would come back just because it didn't, like, I, I couldn't imagine him going out the way he went out, especially because he said he wanted to play till 45, and he was only a year away from that. Some of the stuff I'm reading now is that in his mind, if he was going to come back, it was going to be Tampa or Miami. I, I don't know. It, it just feels like this is probably it. I, I think it's over. I think even if the dream scenario of this guy get you know can't come back or whatever, and Brady steps right in, and they're in Miami, and he can he can be the guy, it just feels like. And and by the way, it's not like he just shows up Sunday at eleven o'clock in the morning to the stadium. For him to be involved with the team means that he he doesn't spend the amount of time with his family that he probably wants to anyway. No, dude, this is a this is a man who's a I mean he's achieved everything he could possibly achieve in the sport, and still when he went down to Tampa had the the hunger and desire to win another Super Bowl that, like, during the whole COVID stuff was, like, getting his guys together in, like, a high school field throwing. Like, we spent all this time talking about Rodgers not going to OTAs. This guy's setting up his own stuff. Like, I mean, he's won, already at that time, had won six Super Bowls. Yeah, he is. when he's all in, he is all in. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. That's going to be Tom outside Giselle's window, just like what, John Cusack. What is, what, is, what is the matter with you? What, you think it's not happening? I don't, I don't know. It's not my business. what he's doing. Well, th- this one I'm fully aware of. I'm fully aware. I mean, it's not my business. It's, it's a guy's personal life. Why would I want to get involved with that? Marriage is hard enough. Let, let him deal with his, his marriage. I want to deal with his marriage. Tom's holding up the boombox right now. That's I mean, a singable I, song right there. That's a singable song. It's a great. It's a, I could sing that if anything I want good that happens one. in my life ever again. I want that one from you next. Write that down, Santi, so I remember it. I want a that one next. In your eyes. Yep. You know what I, uh, I didn't realize was happening again until RJ just mentioned it? Apparently, host sadness is coming back. Uh-oh. We're doing host sadness again. Appa- apparently. Remember when I got cheated last year? Yeah, you got railroaded. Well, because somebody bought votes for Don. 
Well, yeah, they had bots. I, I mean, I <laughs> guess they, 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 you, you laughed. That's what happened. It That's did happen. That happened. I guess we can take a, a quick survey. If we dislike it that much, we don't have to do it. They were really hurt feelings last year. I was very upset. I don't. I didn't mind the losing to Don because I think Don might be the most liked person at the station. But to be cheated, it didn't feel right. It still doesn't feel what right. What I will say is the storyline surrounding last year's champion are are deep. Well, at what point does Don being a fraudulent fan come back to, to haunt him here? I don't get Doesn't it. seem like anybody cares. Don is, te- you know what he is? He's the Teflon Don. That's exactly what he is. Would you describe the, the station as, you know, a, a, at a point where friendships have never been stronger? I would. No. I say we embrace it then. No, I think there's animosity between shows. And the committee loves a good storyline. The committee does. I feel bad about the whole thing. Um, will Joe Wiz be back in the bracket this year? <laughs> I was looking over his resume the other day. He's he's played well in conference play. We'll see uh-huh. how the conference championships treat him. What kind of a seed would I get? You're you're you're, you're shaping up into a a, a, a high seed. <laughs> a, a higher seed. I, I mean, the committee can only say so much. The committee can only say so much. Yeah, keep you're it hush hush, RJ. Don't nothing leaks out. He'll probably tell you everything. And Dave's got tell, loose lips. Well, you have Dave's to ask. Loose lips. How does your resume stack up against last year's resume? They got a better version of me. Well, maybe you'll get a better seed. This could maybe. be. If you can't win it this year, I'll say this. If you can't win it this year, I don't see you ever winning it. Uh, it could be right. You've never been better. It could, you could be right. I, I All I hope is that one of us wins it. Be it me or you, one of us wins it. And it would be great if it was me and you in the host sadness finals. Oh, I would battle you. I would, I would smear your name across <laughs> of all you platforms. Because I mean, you're not a fair player. Of course you would. I'd buy commercials. Of, uh, I know you would. You'd be like Steve Cohen. You'd buy $7 million. You'd probably buy a commercial in the Super Bowl. Right. I would have a big, By the way, big, I don't know if you saw this. Billboard. How great would that be? Remember when I said yesterday that if the Chiefs beat the Eagles that I'm going to have a, a big breakfast for all of us? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know who reached out to me on the Twitter? Uh, breakfast place. Bagel Boss. The Bagel, Bagel Boss. Because Bagel Boss is my guy. No, he's not your guy. He didn't tweet you. He tweeted me. Uh, look at you. Uh, no, he, said no we, said, he said Rothenberg. He just swung it. We got you covered. Oh, no. He swung it because it's going to be free as opposed to him paying for just like I would, half the meal was free at dinner that I, that I had to pay for. for, for I would have absolutely... Bought all the bagels and the locks and the capers and now everything swing it? that needs to be purchased. But but I get reached out by a, a an elite bagel shop. What am I going to say? No. Yeah, Won't but he reached that. around the entire point. The point of the bet was you were paying for it. It's not a bet. It was just out of the goodness of my heart. So, you, all right, fine. You know what? Bagel Boss, Rick doesn't want you. He doesn't no, no, like I you. Want Sorry. It. I want it because a couple things I need, though. I want egg salad. Oh, here we go. Okay, I want egg salad and I want tuna. There'll be white fish. There'll be egg salad. There'll be everything you want. The goodness of your heart. Yeah. What is it? Fish? As opposed to <laughs> you have to darkness of the heart. Darkness of the heart. Let's go to Ronan, who apparently is back on a landline. Good morning, Ronan. You're on 98.7. Dave, I'm disappointed. Dave, I've been riding with you since Ruko days. Yeah, well, what did I do? Kind of li- you alienated me saying uh, we can't take calls from him anymore. That's not cool. No, that, it's not my fault. You, you I don't have what? towers around me. That's not what I said. I said if you're not going to show the respect to the show of calling from a landline, we can't trust your cell service. I don't have a landline. How do I do that? I, don't I, know I was to told you're on a landline right now. I am on it's a landline a now in my store. It's different. At that home, I don't have it. I don't know how they were. So you, you live line. in a place that doesn't have any cell phone service at all, and you don't have a landline? 
Uh, my wife has downstairs in her fax machine some sort of a phone, but I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like a great setup there, Ronan. <laughs> I, I hear you, but I am avid listener and I'm loyal, so remember that. We do. What do you got? I just, I just, I just want to remind you. So you took you took that cherry off the top of my cake. Uh, Brady, amazing, amazing career. Whatever, whatever, whichever side you fall on, you have to appreciate and admire the winning this guy brought into the table every time. He put to bed the Bill and Tom conversation when he went down to Tampa and won another ball. So uh, this is a day to salute and say goodbye to one of the greatest ever to take the game and take the field. And the dissection of what happened and where would he go, what would he do, that's for later. By the way, why would he go to San Francisco where he sees Trey Lance break his ankle and Jimmy Garoppolo is out? And I mean, Kyle Shanahan bases his offense on some sort of quarterback schemes that always end up on the injury list. Guys, I love you. We'll talk some other time. Thank you very much. I think that he would cater that offense towards Tom Brady if he were the quarterback, but it's not going to happen, so it's a, it's a moot point right now. Yeah, listen, I, I would have loved to have seen it, and he's not wrong. I mean, today is a day, and we'll have a couple, I mean, we'll have plenty of time to just celebrate what a career he had. And uh, the NFL is going to miss him, man. I mean, as, as much as he drove me crazy, like you're, you're seeing the greatest of all time hang it up. Correct, but they're, they're in really good hands. Really good hands. The NFL's in really good hands, but it's just, I mean, I felt the same way when Peyton Manning retired. I, I love watching Brett Favre play. It's, it stinks. Yeah. And this guy is different level. This guy's, I mean, he'll go down as, you see how all the players are reacting to him retiring. Look at, look at, he stood in front of, uh, I mean, your Jets could never get past him. The Bills could never get past him. The Dolphins could never get past him, right? I mean, look at the teams that just could never, I mean, he was standing in the way of so many players to never win because of Tom Brady. Right. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, to go from where, like, go back to the, the combine photo. Oh, where he could, yeah, he was, he was. He looked like just a guy. Right. They get big. Did, listen, did teams passing over him round after round. He could barely run in the 40. Right. You hear the stories about how frustrated he was. He had to leave the house. He's all upset. And then he gets the call that he's going to the, you know, he's going to the Patriots. And then they turn themselves into this, you know, dynastic organization. And he, like, it really is an amazing story. I mean, he, do you know how much money he probably made for Bob Kraft and for, for New, that New England oh. football team? Dude. They're one yeah, of the most valuable. I remember going to New England to to a game at, at the old Foxborough Stadium and yeah. sitting on on a bench, like like down low, like we had really good seats. It was a preseason game, and we sat on a bench. And now they play in this gorgeous new facility, and it's a complex. And they're they're probably one of the most valuable teams in the entire NFL because of him. Yeah, I don't think probably. I mean, they are. New England Patriots are the second most valuable team in the NFL after the Cowboys, huh? Right. Where do you think they would be if it, if it wasn't for Tom Brady? In all that winning? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think no, they're... No, probably 30th. Uh, are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? You know what that is? That's gross. That is gross. With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club, available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. All right, Raymond, three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. Well, it was another great stump Rothenberg, and of course we couldn't get through it without shots being taken. You know what? Why don't you answer the next one? That's not my segment. Well, what is your segment? <laughs> I love that you were so quick on it. What's your segment? I'm ready to go. Rick's, Rick's segment comes tomorrow morning, the Thursday open. Stay tuned. It's not a segment. segment, Raymond. 
it's a, it's a yeah, because that takes real work. It's not just people ask me questions. Not a number segment. two, it's like a dip your toe in the water kind of thing. Yeah. Happiest of birthdays. To Cassandra DiPietro, 21st birthday, because without her, Rick would not be who he is today, and we would not be where we are today if we didn't have Rick, so we owe so much to Cassie. Happy birthday. So facto, the show doesn't exist if not for Cassie. Agreed. Number one. Should have known that something was going on with Tom Brady today, because he made made appearances in uh, Stump Rothenberg, uh, mention of Dave's diet. Do you even eat bread? Steph, it's a commercial. You're 1,300 calories a day. Should have known something was up. Tom Brady, he said goodbye. One last memory. We're only going to score 17 points. <laughs> okay. If you actually scored 17 against the Giants, you might have stood a chance. Nah, you wouldn't have won. All right, let's go. Rule 76. No excuses. Play a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. And go Chiefs. Go. <laughs> 987 ESPN. Well, Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.